This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Rich asks, what advice do you have for professors to engage college students in the classroom? What about outside of class? Well, Rich, I think the biggest thing for you and any professor out there, or if you're asking for somebody, is that professors aren't relevant to a lot of their students today more than ever because the behaviors of how we act aren't mapping. Meaning, so many people have emailed me, like literally because of this show, emailed me that, hey, I'm in class right now and what my professor's talking about makes no sense compared to, I'm watching your, or I'm listening to your podcast right now while my professor's talking because he or she is so out of, I mean, literally professors in major universities that are putting kids in debt right now are telling them that there is no ROI in social media. Like, ludicrous horse crap. I'm on this crap kick. Anyway, (laughs) I think the biggest thing a professor can do is to be relevant with them. If you're a professor right now, and especially if you're a marketing or comms professor right now, and you're not jamming on Yik Yak and Snapchat and the Insta, then you're making a huge mistake because you're out of touch with your students. You're saying dumb shit like, hey kids, hey students, we're gonna connect through modern things like, you know, like just, I, I can't even, it can't even come out of my mouth. I'm so disgusted with what's going on in universities across this country. And so it's relevance. There is eye rolling and checking the f- out going on in classrooms all across this country and it's sad because of the romance of how professors think it should be versus the reality of what it's like. Carlo asks, what should a goal be for teachers this year? What should a goal be for teachers this year? I, I you know, you know, I'm cynical uh, and tough on the traditional education system in the U.S. So I would say a goal for a teacher this year would be to find one to three students that are clearly not predispositioned to be successful in the machine that is the education system. You know, the one that's been built, uh, you know, 70, 80 years ago and is being crammed down our society's throats here as the world has fundamentally shifted. Cool. So teachers. Uh, Playing within the rules of the game that you play, like all of us, I do it, even though I'm a wild entrepreneur. You know, we all do it, we all play in the confines and the rules that we set for ourselves. Try to find one to three of those kids, and, and, and instead of going through the cliche things of like, you know, worrying about, you know, them hitting the marks within the game or medication or all the other stuff that is being pounded, maybe take a step back and, and open up your eyes, especially if you're watching this show and you're seeing this advice. We're aligned, right? If, if you're watching more than two of these episodes, you've gotten through the, the stuff that I'm throwing and you're catching and vice versa. And so we're aligned. Find the one to three of the kids that look like me, that look like so many of the other people that couldn't win in those dynamics, but are so, so lucky in so many other ways to win in the actual world that we live in. And try to give them a boost, try to be that teacher. I wish I could sit here, besides Senor Kennedy, my Spanish teacher in high school, I wish I could sit here and rattle off two or three teachers that said that saw me for me, and, and I could give them daps right now and say, yeah, you were right, I was gonna be okay. Be that teacher for those one to three students so that they can in seven, 12, 15, 22, 39 years from now say, Mrs. Boston, she was the one that knew in fourth grade that I wasn't made for that, but that I would be special at my art, or my singing, or my pitching, or my selling. Do that. Michael asks, as a huge fan and student teacher, I'd like to know what you feel makes a great teacher. 
I think what makes a great teacher is one that doesn't impose what they want the student to learn, but the person that actually audits the student and understands where to point them. A counterpuncher, for say, more so than somebody who's got a strict blueprint and whether or not you fit into that blueprint is irrelevant. I, teacher Rick, am going to make you go down this path and this is what you have to learn and I think it's a huge mistake. It's my biggest problem with curriculum in traditional schooling. It does not account for the creative, the over smart, the slightly different and what it's trying to do is create an 80% of these type of output workers. Um, and the 20% either pro or con get kind of left along the way. And so I think a great teacher listens and a great teacher reacts and a great teacher deploys empathy and understands there's other things, can sniff out there's problems at home if you're in the younger years or as an older, I feel like I'm a teacher and I feel like one of the biggest things I try to say all the time is I'm just telling you what works for me. Please don't do, I don't tell you you have to work 18 hours a day. I don't tell you you have to do anything. I tell you that this is what works. These are some theories and use the context around that. I think teachers need a lot more listening skills and adjustment to the reality versus how they were, how they were taught or what they're trying to accomplish by year's end. By year's end, these 23 students are gonna know how to do multiplication. Like, it's so tactical, it doesn't feel like a teacher at all. And I, and I question and I push and I prod and I poke and I, I, I battle a lot of my teaching friends of, are you just checking the box for your eight months a year job to like get it through, to hit tenure, to be in a union that never creates any vulnerability? Or are you trying to actually teach these kids? And I hope everybody understands, I'm, I'm not pumped I'm not cynical against teachers. I don't think teachers, I don't, I, like, I, I think a lot of times, sometimes people when they hear micro answers from me, think like I'm tough on teachers or this and that nature. I'm mad at the game. I wish teachers would got paid $400,000 a year. I would, I, I mean, I send my kids to private school. I spend a lot of money. Like, teachers, like, I don't like the system that a lot of people K through 12 have to play within and I think a lot of those talented teachers could be doing unbelievable things and I'm so excited, show the computer. I'm so ex- actually not that computer by the time it actually happens. I'm so excited, actually it's probably gonna be contact lenses. I'm so excited for this because so many of the great teachers in the world won't have to play within the confines of the politics of the traditional school system and will teach, be way more profitable and make much bigger, and this is the big one, make a much bigger impact on their students' lives. Do you see any trends for me to use with my students to connect with parents? My most practical advice to a sixth grade teacher is to Try to build the self-esteem of the students in your class. That would be, that is the thing I spent my entire life thinking about, which is the only tool against all the pressures that our kids face is self-esteem. That is the weapon. And so, I only had one teacher ever that I saw now rewinding my brain and realizing what she was doing that went person by person in her class and accelerated and, and, and celebrated their unique individual strengths, whether it's sports, school, personality, humor, kindness, prettiness, whatever it was, she built self-esteem and that's why I remember. High school education. Okay. What are the top two things that you think could change in public education right now for students 
that are bored to death at school. So help me from, I want to, you know, I can talk about things in general terms all the time. Having a Q&A show allows me to be a little more specific to the person calling and I want to really deliver for you. So help me understand this. You're asking from what perspective? I'm asking from, from an educational, from a federal educational perspective versus what is hap- really happening in high school. So, How far so behind what, we are what in are you, education. Where are you in this? Are you talking about a child? Are you an educator? Who are you? Why do you care about this and what do you do that ties into I'm this question? I actually work in public education. Love it. As a? I work at a high school. I'm with 1,700 students a day that are basically not allowed to use their cell phone. Right, and, and you play what role in that world? I'm actually a teacher and a department chair. Love it, okay. So here's what I think, and I think it's amazing to have you on the call here and we can go back and forth. I think if you're, if you're calling me and you've heard some of my spiel, then you are an amazing teacher to these kids because you are not blindly following the playbook that has been pushed down our throats on this issue, which is you know as well as I do, when you really look at the curriculum of the average public high school in America today, it's not the most terrible. (laughs) I mean, just not practical. So here's what I would say. The number one thing that I think you can do, and I'm not kidding, is the following. One by one, one by one, in the same way that I do it on social and in life, one by one, when you see these kids whether, you, whether it's their parents when they're picking them up or at a sporting event or when you have a scheduled meeting or when you see them, you have to break the, the ethos and have that one-on-one conversation. You need to grab Gary Vaynerchuk in your class who's a sophomore, right? And you need to pull him aside. Right. And you need to pull him aside. I've got several little Garys. I've Good. got sneakerheads. I've got I've got hip hop music kids. Let's not get crazy they that they're Garys. They might be mini Garys. So listen, yeah. you need to grab them aside, and you need to give them the wink. Your wink may change their life forever. You encouraging these kids with saying, "I see you. I understand." Now I can't tell you what to appease your parents with. Maybe they want you to get this diploma. Maybe not. Da 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 da. But I'm telling you, my friend, more than anything in the world, Mrs. Kennedy, Senora Kennedy, is the only teacher I had in high school that gave me the wink. Her wink came by her calling my mother and saying, Mrs. Vaynerchuk, Gary's gonna get a D in, uh, in, in Spanish this year. I don't think he knows how to say hola. But I know that your son is gonna win in life and I know that he needs to pass Spanish to graduate high school. She gave me the wink. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm 41 years old. This wink happened when I was 17, right? Please, right. you're not gonna change the macro thing. You know what's going on. This is not something that's- I know that's what's going on, it's not right. Correct, so what I want you to do is be practical. You're not gonna change the whole system. I'm not gonna make a video that goes viral and changes the whole system. The head of education now in this country has her objectives. It's gonna be very different than what we've seen. I have no idea where it goes. I'm not the kind of person that thinks all politics to the left or right are all bad or all good. I have no idea. I do it one by one, but here's what I can tell you. You, darling, for calling me and asking me this question, you need to go overboard with those little Garys in your class and you need to give them the wink, which is listen to me, Charles, listen to me, Susan. I see you. I see what you're passionate about and selling shit is always gonna allow you to be successful in life, so keep tripling down. Don't, you know, don't get me in trouble with your parents. Like, I'm not telling you to drop out of high school, 
but somebody giving them a wink and saying, I see you, believe it or not, you doing that, and don't force it, don't bullshit it, don't just do it because the- No, no, well, the kids know the bullshit. They see right through it. So I'm telling you, in reverse, they see right through it the other way. You go grab Ricky out of class and bring him into your office, especially if you make it impactful like that. He's in science class, but somehow you pull him out for impact, and you sit him down and say, Ricky, you listen to me. You're gonna fucking win. I see it. I, I watch your hustle. I see your charisma. I see your drive. And I know it's not to do well on a Scantron test tonight. I see what you're doing. <laughs> and I want you to know that I, I see it. And if I can ever be a help to you, I got you. And remember that I see it. In a world where every, a lot of other people are just gonna go by the book, I see what you've got. And I'm here for you and I'm proud of you. We need way more encouragement. We need way more encouragement. They're playing in an ecosystem that isn't practical and then most of the teachers are just playing by the book and they're discouraging. So real life encouragement around real truths is the number one thing you can do. It's the cliche shit, Jules. Help four kids and you're helping as much as you can actually do. Do you understand? I understand, Gary. Do it aggressively. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. you. I love you back, thank you. Hey guys, if you have an Alexa, and you are not subscribed to the Daily V, excuse me, the Gary V365, then you are my worst friend. Gary V365, hey Alexa, play my briefings. Come on Alexa, do it. Oh, she's talking but it's not very loud. Anyway, it worked, you can leave it there. Anyway, you have an Alexa, Gary V365, download it now.